I remember back when I was in college, one of my professors told the class that the university, they were looking to graduate well-rounded students. I believe someone in class had complained about wasting his time and money taking Biology 101 when he was a business major who didn't need science. The professor replied back, we want well-rounded graduates. We want our students to know a little bit about everything. Now, while that logic makes perfect sense in the twisted world of academia, it doesn't really apply to the real world. Now, sure, it's important to be knowledgeable. It's important to diversify your knowledge. But if you look at successful people, they all have one thing in common. They are really good at one thing. They're an expert in their field. Now, you're not going to see me come on here making videos about fashion. Why? I don't know anything about it. Hell, I wear the same outfit every day. I just change the colors. I know what I'm good at. I stay in my lane. For decades, The Tonight Show was the number one show on late night television. When people thought of late night comedy, they thought about The Tonight Show on NBC. Johnny Carson commanded the attention of tens of millions of viewers every night. He passed the show off to Jay Leno in a somewhat controversial fashion. For three decades, Jay Leno dominated late night television. Media critics and people within the industry, they always felt David Letterman was the better host, but Normal people flock to Jay Leno. Even after he screwed over Conan O'Brien, a beloved figure in late night, even after all that happened, Jay Leno stayed number one in the ratings for another five years. If you look at successful late night hosts, and I'm talking about the dudes with longevity, I'm not talking about guys like Travis Noah or the Bumblebee on TBS who popped decent ratings for a month or two, then settled in as a huge embarrassing failure. I'm talking about the Lettermans, the Lenos, John Stewart. They all had one thing in common. They stayed in their lane. David Letterman, blunt, dry humor. Jay Leno, more of a goofy comedian. John Stewart, he found a way to relate to a younger audience. When NBC announced Jimmy Fallon as the replacement for Jay Leno, I thought it was a brilliant decision. Just like Leno, Fallon is more of a goofy comedian. He could relate to the younger demographic. Guys like me... We grew up watching him on Saturday Night Live. For a while, Jimmy Fallon worked perfectly on The Tonight Show. The show was exactly what you would expect. Skits like Camp Winnipesaukee, where Fallon and Justin Timberlake were prepubescent boys at summer camp. Those sketches were brilliant. Today, you would have to replace Timberlake with Megan Rapino. It would no longer be a comedy sketch. It would be real life. No one wants to see a pink-haired pretend boy belting out I only want to be with you by Hootie and his blowfish. There were other good skits though like History of Rap. You guys remember Ooh? Where Jimmy Fallon plays a teenage girl named Sarah and that's S-A-R-A because H's are Ooh. You guys remember that sketch? Jimmy Fallon was so good, he managed to make Michelle Obama, who always looks like she is smelling a fresh fart, he managed to make her funny, relatable. When Jimmy Fallon was staying in his lane, The Tonight Show worked perfectly. His debut episode drew over 11 million viewers. First full week, most watched week of the show in 20 years. In his first year, he increased the ratings of Jay Leno, especially in the 18 to 49 demo. For a while, Jimmy Fallon was the king of late night television. Then, tragedy struck. 
Something happened in this country that shook the foundation of woke United Methodist. Donald Trump was elected president. This sent shitfucks into a panic. Stephen Colbert began to take the lead in the ratings, relying solely on jokes about Donald Trump. The Late Show on CBS, along with the insufferable Jimmy the Kimmel, they caught a terminal case of OMB, Orange Man Bad. For the first time in decades, NBC, no longer the kings of late night. Now, instead of continuing to play to Jimmy Fallon's strengths, instead of just waiting it out, waiting for the audience to grow tired of hearing about an orange with a toupee, NBC and Jimmy Fallon, they panicked. Back in 2017, as ratings for The Tonight Show were falling, Newsweek published an article titled, Jimmy Fallon, Late Night's Least Woke Comedian. Had this been published by the New York Post, it would have been a complimentary piece. But this was published by Newsweek, home of the rectum respecters. They painted Jimmy Fallon as being behind the times. Jimmy the Kimmel is fighting for free health care on his show, while Jimmy Fallon is making jokes about Goldie Hawn. Now, I don't know if he was pressured by NBC to change directions, but over the last few years, the atmosphere of The Tonight Show has completely changed. It's no longer a fun, lighthearted show. It has become 100% political. And when I say political, I mean Jimmy Fallon is tag-teaming the woke cucumber. The problem is, unlike Stephen Colbert and Jimmy the Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon doesn't like to be victimized. For him, that's an exit, not an entry. Fallon is not comfortable talking about politics. That's never been his shtick. When you're not comfortable talking about something, you have no confidence in what you're doing. And when you have no confidence, it shows. The audience will pick up on it. Ratings for The Tonight Show have gone from bad to worse. Literally, worse. The Tonight Show has become the worst show in late night. Going into this year, Jimmy Fallon ranks dead last among the big three broadcast networks. He ranks fourth in the late night genre. Greg Gutfeld... Greg Gutfeld is doubling the audience of Jimmy Fallon on Fox fucking news. Eight or nine years ago, Fallon is bringing in nine million viewers every night. Now, executives at NBC, they don't expect those same ratings today, but they should. I think this is one of the problems with modern television. Expectations are so low, the motivation to draw a large audience is non-existent. If The Tonight Show was worth watching, bringing in 5, 6, 7, 8 million viewers on NBC shouldn't be that big of a problem. Either way, executives at NBC, they are not expecting those numbers, but they do expect Jimmy Fallon to at least be able to beat the NBA. Right now, the NBA is struggling to attract a pissing dog to a fresh pile of turds. According to Radar Online, the first week of this year, Jimmy Fallon averaging 1.3 million viewers. That is almost a 90% decrease from his first season. In the span of, what, seven or eight years, Fallon has managed to turn away 8 million people. Now, if you want to look at this positively, he actually increased ratings from two years ago. Two years ago, Fallon set record low ratings, drawing less than a million viewers for almost an entire week. Now, as you guys know, when talking about low ratings in late night television, I always provide examples. I explained to you earlier the brilliant skits Jimmy Fallon used to produce. 
Let me show you a recent sketch of what he now calls comedy. Now, hopefully this goes through, doesn't get flagged. I'm extremely pissed off right now with MTV. They allowed my Lizzo video yesterday to go through. Then they flagged me hours later after it was uploaded and took all my money. Hopefully that's not the case here. This skit right here is from Monday night. This is what the new and improved Jimmy Fallon calls comedy. Watch it for yourself. Another brand of COVID-19 has arrived. It's a new strain, but it isn't the same. Sounds more like Elon Musk, his name. It's XBB.1.5, not UB40 who sings red, red wine. Put on your mask when you're inside a facility. It could be a robot from a Star Wars trilogy. It's XBB.1.5, not OMG or MP3 or TCBY, or an eye chart made by a really high guy. Sounds like the password of your parents' Wi-Fi. Not only was that hard to watch, not only was that cringe, it wasn't relevant. Let me ask you something. Throughout your day-to-day -day life, how often do you think about the COVID? The most effective comedy is relatable. The most effective comedy deals with issues that are relevant. The Covey was relevant two years ago, just like Donald Trump was relevant two years ago. It's like these late night hosts are stuck in a time capsule. They can't escape from 2017. They can't escape from 2020. Right now, you could not ask for better material if you're a late-night host. You have a president who thinks a broom can give birth to a dustpan. You have a vice president who has essentially been hidden from public view because she consistently embarrasses herself. You know, for some reason, hosts on the big three networks refuse to talk about them. The OMB has completely taken over. They're still making jokes about the blonde orange and singing ridiculous songs about the Fauci fungus. Two years ago, NBC gave Jimmy Fallon an $80 million contract extension. What have they gotten in return? A love song about the Fauci and a franchise rapidly sinking to the bottom of the woke sea. Now, obviously, executives at NBC are concerned. They are locked into this deal until the end of 2026. According to Radar Online, NBC has buyer's remorse. They are regretting this deal. It's gotten to the point. NBC's actually considering the possibility of buying out Jimmy Fallon's contract just to get rid of him. The source from NBC told Radar Online, if we could find another birthing person better suited as host, we might get rid of Jimmy Fallon. The good news for Jimmy Fallon NBC's not going to consider a host that you, you know, could actually draw ratings. They're going to consider someone like Travis Noah or Chelsea the Coat Handler. You can't get much better job security than that. I was reading through a few public threads this morning. Kept seeing the same thing from defenders of Jimmy Fallon. He has a massive audience on YouTube. He has over 30 million subscribers. His channel generates millions of views every week. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. But you know how I've told you guys before, television executives, they don't give a shit about YouTube. We often hear this same excuse when we're talking about ratings in the NBA. The NBA will brag about their social media numbers and I will always say, ABC does not give a shit about Instagram views. They don't care about YouTube. They care about TV ratings. Well, we just received confirmation that theory is correct. 
The source from NBC told Radar Online, The Tonight Show does not exist just to feed YouTube. We expect higher ratings on television. He explained how views on YouTube don't increase ad revenue on TV, which is how these shows make 90-95% of their money. Jimmy Fallon, he could draw 100 million views a week on YouTube. If he keeps drawing 1.3 million on NBC, he will be gone. Honestly, honestly, I really like Jimmy Fallon. I don't like seeing him fail. Jimmy the Kimmel fails, I like it. He's an insufferable fuck. Babani Jones fails, that's expected. Every time Jamel Hill fails, a woke grill gets its wiener. But I like Jimmy Fallon, the old Jimmy Fallon anyway. When he stays in his lane, the dude produces great skits, but for some reason, he is refusing to do what he does best. If he continues down that path, he will be standing next to Travis Noah collecting woke welfare. But give me your thoughts. Ratings for The Tonight Show, they're embarrassing. There's just no other way to say it. Is there any way at this point that Jimmy Fallon can save this show? Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.